0: Welcome to The Pastor's Porch, a place where pastors encourage one another, speak freely about the Word of God, and engage in real communal relationships with the body of Christ. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Pastor's Porch. We are in part four of our Inside Look at Unity series. Uh, If you haven't already, go back and listen to the last three episodes. Um, They were wonderful episodes uh, with uh, my dad, Pastor Brian, talking about unity, the, the start, the growth, the passing of the baton. And so today we start um, a little bit more of our inside look at our inner ministries. And so today we are going to be looking at and talking about our women's ministry within the church and so we have brought um, a special guest on today's episode. Um, it is our, our secretary, and uh, she wears many hats within our church, uh, leading a part of our women's ministry. It is Ms. Susanna Young. And so we're excited you are here with us today. And so to kick us off, just tell us a little bit about uh, the women's ministry at Unity.
1: Uh, well, and this year, we kind of changed it up a little bit. We are um, offering two meetings, and so we offer a meeting on Saturday mornings, um, and then we also offer a meeting on Monday evenings, the second Monday uh, of, the, of the month, of each month. And so um, our goals, you know, are just to come together, bring unification within the body, glorify the Lord, of course. Um, we want to equip and grow. And we just want to walk out our faith um, together, and so the the goal of the of the goal of the women's ministry is just to build up the church and bring unification within the body of women. Um, there's something really powerful about a group of women that come together and pray mm. for each other and um, just join join together in things that we're going through and walking through in everyday life.
2: Something that we talk about often on the Pastor Sports podcast is this is a place where the body of Christ gets to come to be real, gets to be authentic. So we like real authentic conversations. Um, so I love the women's ministry at unity. I, 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 women's ministry is valuable. But why don't you tell us why it's valuable to you? I understand you have goals. I understand you have things you want to achieve and want to accomplish in the body of Christ. And, and, I know your story, you know, you don't have to tell your whole story in here today, but um, why do women need what you just brought up?
1: Uh, Well, really, we need to come together to be able to encourage each other, encourage one another. You know, we're all walking through different seasons of life. And so when you bring, when you invite, you open it up to every woman in the church then you're bringing all different age groups and all different walks of life and all different experiences so we can come together and, you know, share those experiences, build bonds, um, build friendships. We we may not be able to, you know, outside of those meetings, meet up all together all the time. But you might meet one woman that has the same story as you or that can Mm -hmm. share with you or can build you up. You know, we're called to build each other up and equip mm-hmm. each other. And so I think if we come together and build those relationships, then we can walk along each alongside each other and help each other through our daily walks.
0: Agreed. Yeah. In all aspects of inner ministries within the church, that that's important. Um, so talking about how we're offering a little bit uh or a little bit different there are two just separate nights right we have a Saturday morning I guess two separate days two Saturday morning and a Monday night um now what was your heart behind wanting to start a a Monday night instead of just keeping it on a Saturday morning every time because we've had those private conversations but we want people to hear um You know, there may be other people that go to different churches that have been doing something for so long, uh, but they may need to hear a a different heartbeat of why it's important to offer another day and another opportunity to grow in relationships with each other.
1: Well, what we found by opening it up on Saturday mornings only was uh, we weren't giving every woman in the church an opportunity to come to a meeting You know, you've got moms out there who live on ball fields um, a lot of seasons in the year. You've got, um, you know, grandparents. you just got life in general, you know, that's going on. And so you want to, some people, you know, only use their Saturdays for family time. Um, I know that uh, my husband and I, you know, we got in a, a position that we're raising a grandson. So Saturday mornings, you know, even for myself may not be an option. So we wanted to open that up. And just give every woman an opportunity that if you can't come to one, to come to another. Sure. You know, and then on Monday evenings, you know, we also understand that there's women that that don't drive after dark. You know, there's elderly women that don't uh, particularly like driving after dark, and so that that leaves Saturday mornings. You know, that's open and available to them. So my heart was just to reach as many women as possible, and my heart is that you know that will grow, and uh, the Monday night services. I I believe are more intimate Um, we've incorporated worship and word and just a time to come together and worship the Lord and uh, share a word together and just more intimate uh, conversations that go on
2: I'm sitting over here reading the scripture um, while you're talking because you said something a minute ago that I think should be the most valuable thing in every aspect of the church and I want to go back to it whether it's in Psalms one forty-five, or whether it's in Titus chapter two, um, repeatedly, repeatedly in Scripture, you see something about one generation teaching another. And you said one of your goals or one of your visions for this was that different generations would be able to speak into one another's life. Amen. Um, and I know for I know for me, the way. I set up the youth group years ago the way I've set up young adult ministries, the way way I've set up any ministry that I've ever been a part of, including the church. My desire is that we would see that, you know? And I think that's something that if people just come here on Sundays and hear me preach and they're the first one out the door and they're the first one to the restaurant and they spend no time, when I think of it, I think about, the growth. I mean, the scripture says, let one generation tell the next mm-hmm. of the mighty acts of God. Well, there's people inside our church. I mean, this is real. This is just real. Who have no idea what blessing they're missing out on. Whether it's their kids aren't in the youth group. Whether it's their, they don't bring their kids on the Wednesday night church because they might be up late or. They don't come to these. And I don't want to shame people for not coming to it. But I want to value what's available. I mean, Scripture Amen. tells us plainly that one generation will sit with another and teach. Amen. And then Titus teaches us that we're going to train one another in this. That we're going to train younger women. We're going to train younger men. And and I think um, when you said that, it just sparked. It's the same reason that T has... Pastor T has six or eight people that volunteer with him in the youth group. Same reason why he invites some of us older folk to come in and speak to the youth sometimes. It's not, it's not for anything more than biblical revelation of a relationship. And to me, when I hear everything you're saying today, what I hear is I need community within the community.
1: Amen. I
2: need relationship within the body of people that are in the same season. You said, hey, some moms can't be there Saturday, some grandmas can't be there Saturday, so Monday night works. For some women, Saturday works for them to be able to be here and gather on Saturday mornings because they work through the week or, or whatever the case may be. Amen. Um, but that's what I hear. Talk a little bit about that. What's the value in your own personal walk with Jesus, whether it being women that have been maybe older in the faith, older in age, or younger women that I know you've also poured into. Talk about that a little bit.
1: Well, I believe you're spot on there. And the 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 scripture that the Lord gave me for this ministry was 1 Thessalonians 5.11, and it says, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as mm-hmm. you are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the Lord's design that we always have someone that we're mentoring below us, you know, younger than us, and then we always have someone that's mentoring us older. For me, in my season of life, that's getting a little bit harder because I am the elder, (laughs) uh, which, you know, I'm just now realizing in myself. Hey, just
0: make it known she said it. We didn't, so (laughs)
1: we didn't even think it until she said it. But you know, that's part of the blessings that we miss out on, just like you said, when we just come on Sunday mornings and we don't plug in, we don't connect ourselves. And that's why I always emphasize with this ministry that, you know, that all are welcome. All are welcome because, you know, the heart behind this ministry is that we'll all come together, all ages, all, um, you know, seasons of life that we're walking in, that we'll all come together for one purpose to serve one God and to glorify him and to build each other up, equip each other and uh, just walk out our faith every day, knowing that we're not alone. You know, we have a God who sees us and sometimes, you know, especially women, I believe we need to remind each other of that, that we're not alone Mm -hmm. and that we serve a God who sees us every single day, right where we're at in the good moments, in the bad, in the, in the mountaintops and in the valleys and, uh, that is a powerful thing to share with one another, men and women, but especially in women, I believe.
2: So how do you, uh, cause I see it in our church, you know, how do you practically disciple a mom that's got three kids hanging all over her 24 hours a day? I mean, this is 2024. We, we have to be a little bit um, different, not necessarily different, intentional, I would say, about how we pursue people. Um, cause I know, you know, I feel bad. Sometimes I look in the church and I'm like, I know what my wife lived through for years when our kids were babies, where you got one on your hip, one on your head and another one dragging by your foot. How do you disciple? How do you, how do you get that woman to see the value in what you're talking about when she's Pool and maybe she's got a full time job too, and maybe she, you know she's got a marriage. She's got a. How do you get them to buy into the things we're talking about today? Not to put you on the spot. That's a hard question, but
1: well, I believe you have to be intentional, and you know the key to it all is to love. And I believe if we you know love them, let them know that when they come to these meetings, they're not wasting their time.
2: You yeah, know that's we're, we're going to be
1: intentional in these meetings, and mm-hmm. so. Intentional in worship, intentional in word, and intentional in fellowship. That's our only focus: is to to be intentional in those three areas and with each other. And so, um, that's what my experience is. I remember being a young mom and trying to learn about the Lord, and just feeling lost at, mm-hmm. in moments. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't have all the answers, of course, but I know how to love people.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and. You know, I know how to share a word with them, and I know how to encourage them. We can all do that. We all know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that we get in this ritual of just showing up on Sunday morning. Okay, we've listened to the pastor, and now we can get through our week, you know, and we feel like that's all that that we need. But in all reality, the Lord's design is that we need each other, Mm -hmm. that we have to have each other, that we have to fellowship. And so we are truly missing out. Yeah, on the blessings of the Lord, mm. when we don't come together and just sit,
2: yeah, um,
1: you know, the Lord has really put in my on my heart recently, just this year, about just sitting with people, break bread together.
2: Well, um, and I, I think you said it. I think you said it just a moment ago, and that's good. Well, I want to go back to that in a minute, but you said something that I've heard from women, not just in this church. I mean, I mean, all over. I'm 38 years old and so the 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 age group that I'm in this is what I hear all the time it's not just this church so I don't I don't want this to be a knock on me. this is not a knock on anybody but you said it you said they want to know that they're not wasting their time that's right I mean let's be honest at, at the social club in town you can get gossip at the PT is it still called PTA Parent, teachers, social, what's it called? At the PTO. School? PTO, they changed the name. PTO at the ball field, you can get gossip, you can get, sure. and, and this is something I've even watched in men's ministries. There's a struggle sometimes that when we get here, oh, well, let's just talk, right? But that talk never centers back to God or his word. You know, we get excited. We right. talk about football or we talk about baseball or the weather or whatever, and I, whatever women sit around and talk about, that is their version of football, basically. <laughs> Maybe the weather, their kids and husbands, or whatever it may be. But I think you said it, something I've heard. I mean, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times. Yeah. I don't want to be wasting my time, and whether they felt that, perceived that, thought that, I, I don't know. But I think that's a real thing. People want to know when they show up that you're going to give them the word of life.
1: Yeah. Well, that,
2: you, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say, you know, that's kind of how the Lord led me was to be intentional. Yeah. So you know, have structure in your meetings. Yeah, yeah. And
2: uh, got you know, to
1: on Monday nights, I can't keep them there till nine p.m. So you know, we have to have structure. We have sure. to respect their time. So you know, we come in, we have fifteen minutes of fellowship. You know, visit. And then we have a very structured meeting. We go into worship, and we go into word, and then we go into prayer time. Um, it's quite beautiful, you know. I hope that it. I I'm praying currently, praying that this ministry grows, and that uh, women come to just feel safe in yeah. this area, just have a safe, you know, to where they look forward to every. You know, every meeting that they're planning to come to, that they look forward to that because they know that they're going to walk away refreshed and refueled and and ready to go.
0: Yeah, Yeah, just on that, kind of a a question with that, because, you know, talking about the wasting the time, Mm -hmm. and there is something, a part of life for everybody that draws them somehow, some way, right? We live in a culture that's like every 12 to 15 minutes, somebody's wanting something different, Mm -hmm. right? The technology advancement, Mm -hmm. the phone advancement, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you watch a video on YouTube for 10 to 12 minutes, you're wanting another video in 10 to 12 minutes. And so um, talking about that, how does that structure and the heart behind all of this draw these women to want to be a part of that rather than doing something at home that's not going to waste their time. Uh,
1: I, would, I would think that would be the word of God. You know, what, what better thing to share with each other mm-hmm. than the truth of the word. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that women teach through the word that you may not necessarily hear on a Sunday morning service. Mm-hmm. You know, sure you may or you may not but there's also that room for discussion there's young women in our church who have no clue um yet on certain topics that the bible teaches that they don't even realize and you know until years in the bible sometimes that the bible teaches you this literally every answer to every problem we could have in life is in the word mm-hmm. it took me a lot of years to to realize that it took me a lot of years to fall in love with the word of God. So yeah. in those moments in between that, um, you know, when you're raising babies and you don't have time to be in your word all the time, how are you learning? How are you growing? It's got to be by spending time with other believers.
2: Well, I mean, that literally is what Paul says to Titus. Yes. I mean, word for word, he said, and it's uncomfortable. We don't, nobody wants to be told what to do in our culture. Like nobody wants to be instructed. I mean, like, and it's not just young women, it's it's young men, young older women. I mean, it's it's everyone thinks they know everything. But the scripture is very clear when it says, hey, the older women need to sit with the younger women. And the older men need to sit with the younger men who are going to teach them sound doctrine. There's things, you just said it. <clears throat> not every woman is at the place you are in life where your quiet time and your Bible time may be you know, of a, a, a thing you get just hours of or whatever you know, but those women who are we talked about earlier that got kids going every direction and ball and this and this, they've got to have that. They've got to have somebody because I, I, I'm not gonna relate well with a 25 year old young woman who just came to Christ like, right. I, and I'm and to be honest, I'm not gonna sit with them without my wife present. Like it's just not gonna happen. Right. And so. Um, I think I think that that's key. I think that relationship is key, you know? Um, but there's a there's a two side, you know, we can talk about all we want about getting people there, but there's a reality. I mean, you watch this place on Sundays, there's some people run out of here faster than the Daytona five hundred starts. <laughs> I mean I mean they'll kick doors open, emergency exits we didn't even know people used. And in this is wild to me. This is wild and people can get offended at it if they want. I don't really care. What are you running from?
1: Yeah, it's heartbreaking because they've obviously never experienced what they're missing or that wouldn't be happening.
2: And I don't know what makes somebody like that. I get it that not everyone's maybe as extrovert as I am. I understand not everybody wants to hug everybody, shake everybody's hand, high five two or three hundred people in the church. I can understand that. But I've I've wondered I've seen that happen sometimes over the years, and I'm not in the sanctuary most days at the close now, but I know I'll come around the corner and that door's open, and I'm not just talking about that door. Some of them walk right through the lobby, and put up blinders on, and I mean they got to get out there. and I I'm like but but what did you what are you missing, and I think you're missing relationship, right. I think you're missing depth of community. You know, we're one body. I mean, the goal of any ministry should be to build this body, any ministry in this church, well, should be to build the person, to build the body, to build the kingdom of God. Yeah. If there's any other motive than that, then that ministry is going to struggle in and of itself because your sure. goal when you're sitting with somebody, build the person in their relationship with Christ. As you're growing in Christ when you sit with them, who's then going to build the strong local church, which then builds the kingdom of God and reaches into this yeah. community Amen. and reaches those women at the backfield or those women at the PTA or those men at the duck hunting club or whatever the restaurant. And I mean, I just think if we don't value what we're doing, I think we miss it. Absolutely. Miss absolutely.
1: It. And a little, no, I mean, it took me, uh, I missed a lot of years, because of just this little nugget, you know, as we read through the scriptures, all throughout scriptures, it's talking about relationship. But what we what we miss out on is we, are what we, what I, I'd say my own experience, and you know, of course, I don't have it all together even now, yeah. Yeah. but I missed out for a long time to, to come to that realization that this is the Lord's design and that we are called to be a family. Yeah, yeah we're not called to bring our family to church and just be involved with our little family and check off, check off a box that, okay, we went to church and we praise the Lord Mm -hmm. and then walk out the door and go home. We're called to be family, Yeah, you know, and why I missed that for so long, I have no idea, but think about heaven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't know if y'all ever think, but I'm sure you do. I think about heaven a lot more now in my age that I am now. Um, But how wonderful is that going to be? Because we're all just going to be family. There's going to be no separation. There's going to be no uh, schisms. I'll never forget Pastor Brian uh, gave a message one time on schisms in the church. And man, it was just spot on and eye opening. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're lacking sometimes is we're lacking just knowing that, hey, you are accepted by God, not only by God, you are fearfully yeah. and wonderfully made, not only by the yeah. Lord, but you are accepted in your church body. This is your family. Mm-hmm. Walk in that, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes we're, we're so victimized that we're not walking in the victory that Jesus already paid for, for us. Sure. At the moment of, at the cross of Calvary, he paid it all for us. So we should be able to walk in that freedom and know that we can walk inside these walls with our heads held high, knowing that we are blood bought and forgiven by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so, uh, I just feel like we uh, we miss out on on a lot. Sometimes we miss out on those blessings. The Word tells us we miss out on those blessings. I
2: always find it like interesting. I love that, all that you said. It's all very true. I found it like interesting that. And it's not about church attendance, and it's really not about women's meeting attendance. It's it's not really about any of those things. No. Um, But I find it very interesting that, like... Gosh, people are going to get so upset when I say this. It's okay. (laughs) Listen to my heart. People struggle to be around the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And they forget what you said. I mean, yes, Jesus... Is going to be in heaven. Yes, the believers in the scripture, that that disciples and apostles and the, yes, but this is the people that's going to be in heaven. Amen. Yeah. The person you sit next to for five years and you never asked them your name, their name, <laughs> they are gonna be in heaven with you. You might as well get to know them now. I mean, this a reward for me in my life sure. has been seeing some of the saints go on that I know. I'm going to worship with them and be with them again in heaven. Of course, I got family I want to see there. Of course, I got, you know, people like that. I mean, of course, I'm I'm going for Jesus. I don't know why anybody else is going. I'm going for Jesus. But there's going to be people there, the Melvin Palmers of the world, the Brother Norman. I mean, I have friends that have died in the Lord that I'm longing for the day that we're reunited. And I... I wish there was a way to get people to understand that, that when you sit next to somebody for two years and you ain't never bothered to even say hello. I don't care who's at fault. You say, well, they never said nothing to me. Well, you never said nothing to them either. You can get mad or get over it, you know? Like, I just don't understand. Like, people don't realize this is the body of Christ. We're all going to heaven that are born again believers. And I think people just, just miss that. I think that's a... It's just a mess for a lot of people. They struggle with relationship.
0: One of the things that I quoted it from a pastor friend of mine several episodes ago, but just talking about all this brings to the remembrance, brings it to remembrance in my brain of just your heartbeat behind this of the relationship of the community. When I uh, excuse me, when I uh, I went and visited to the pastor friend of mine a couple months ago. And uh, he's been in ministry 20 plus years now, but he was at one place for 17 years. And I just asked him, I was like, what's your one takeaway from that into your new chapter? And he said, there's one thing when I looked back that I wish I would have learned earlier, and that was to build people and not programs. Amen. And that spoke volumes to me. And, you know, as we're talking about the women's ministry within Unity, um, one thing that is very evident to anybody that's listening to this and anybody that knows who you are is that you care about the relationships of the, the women that you're meeting. And I think that's what is important, and that should be important for, for everybody within Oh, any inner ministry, the men's ministry, the youth ministry, the kids ministry, the the helps ministry, the outreach ministry, the food bank ministry, the the pastoral ministry, whatever it is. And I think that's where, um, you know, people get turned off by. Mm -hmm. People are, it's just the culture we live in. What am I going to get out of this? Yeah. You know, um, and the culture we live in today, you look at the schools and the extracurricular activities, everybody's about program, 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 mm-hmm. program. But I think what we have to get back to, and we've it's all been centralized, the, the, the whole conversation today has been centralized through this, is relationship with the body.
1: Absolutely. And I think I want to add something that, you know, uh, we don't, it's almost impossible sometimes to build those relationships on a Sunday morning because people sure. are in and out. And and I just want to share an example. The first Monday night meeting we had, um, I know that probably anybody that knows me knows that I'm, I'm highly involved in prison ministry as well. And always, I, I remember when I first went into that ministry, I felt like, oh, I'm going to bring those women something, mm. right? But really what happened was they brought value in my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happens in these meetings with women. Um, You know, for example, the very first Monday night meeting we had, and I won't mention her name because I haven't asked her permission, but we had a widow of the church Mm -hmm. join us. And had she not joined us, um, which she, you know, said that blessed her tremendously, but she didn't even... Realize how much she blessed the rest of us that were sitting in that room because, um, you know, she gave value to each one Mm -hmm. of us Mm -hmm. and she increased, I believe, I know she did mine, Mm -hmm. she increased our faith because she shared everything that she's walked through,
0: sure.
1: Um, since losing her husband of Mm -hmm. 60 years, Mm -hmm. you know, wow, like I'm never going to forget that conversation. So it's in those moments, yeah that change your life sure those are the moments that you know who knows when that season is going to happen for me or or for another woman but we're going to remember what that woman brought to us that night on a monday night sitting in the youth side of unity Covenant church and just shared her heart Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that's the building the church i think sometimes people think they hear a pastor say we got to build the church they think of buildings and yes numbers that's not at all what building no. the church i think is.
1: you're great though about yeah. uh you know relaying that that's not what you're talking about uh, at all
2: i just want to make sure for anybody listening that when i say the women's ministry goal is to build the church that's it the she strengthening of she the relationship you. in the body of you encouraged her. Yeah. You gave place for both and in the other women. This is not including them, just you two. Just take you two. You both grew. Yes. Promise you she grew. And you grew. That to me, in its clearest and plainest form, should be the heart of every ministry. Sure. Know? I mean, go and make disciples. You yeah. know, I mean that's that is it's priceless. If every person could sit in that room, I don't care if it's four hundred women or or forty women. If if every woman in our church, or take it for example in a couple of weeks when we talk about the men's ministry, the same thing would be said. If every man could experience that yes. with another believer, I I just don't re- I don't think people realize how vital that is to their Christian walk. Yes, on both 100%. ends, on both ends, on the giver and the receiver.
1: Yes, well, the church as a whole—not just you know, singling out our church—but the church as oh, a yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly what we're missing out on, and this is why people get a bad taste in their mouth sure. for church. Uh, yeah. You know, and this is why, truly, the unbeliever says, "Well, if that's what it is, I really don't want any any part of that."
2: I understand. Yep, yeah. I understand. So you close us out in prayer. You got anything, Susanna, for it, we, We're going to kind of land the plane here. You got anything you want to add?
1: No, just, you know, if you're listening, um, we invite you. All women are welcome, and we'd love to have you. Um,
2: Tell so. us when your meetings are again.
1: So our meetings are, uh, we announce them every, you know, on the digital board at church, if they change. But for the norm, they are the first Saturday of every month at 9 a.m., and they are the second Monday night of every month at 6 p.m.
2: You feed food. I'm not coming. <laughs> you know, but I need to know if my wife comes, I gotta cook a meal. Or something. Well, on I Saturday mornings yeah. we
1: do provide a light breakfast, and then on Monday evenings I just I have some snacks there some in case you haven't had a chance to have. Dinner. That's why I don't come because y'all, y'all um, No, do you
0: don't more, come because see? you're a man, no, a and this is the women's burgers. ministry.
2: No, I agree. <laughs> That's awesome that you provide that, though. I mean, that is. I mean, the goal is not to go there.
1: Right. The goal is not to feed you physically, but we're going to give you a little something so your belly isn't rumbling so that, um, you know, hopefully you'll be fed spiritually.
2: Yes.
0: Amen. Amen to that. Well, for all those who are listening, if you're a part of Unity, and even if you're not a part of Unity, but you live in the West Fork, uh, Greenland, Prairie Grove area, and you want a body of women to connect with, come join us. Um, and maybe you're listening from afar and, and this has sparked a fire in you to start a women's ministry in your church or, or talk about the heartbeat of what your women's ministry should be in church. Our goal is to um, just be real and, and edify and equip each and every one of us. And so we're going to pray today and then be dismissed. So, Lord, we just come to you. God, thank you for this time of just being able to gather and talk about uh, just relationships, Lord. Um, And talk about the heartbeat of what all inner ministries and all ministries within uh, the body of Christ should be. It's to edify, equip, and encourage one another. To build each other up. To build the body of Christ. We are one body and one all serving one Lord. One faith and one baptism. And uh, though we're many members of it, just as your word says, it's all for one purpose. And so, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to learn about the women's ministry within unity. Uh, but more than that, Lord, we, we thank you for our opportunity to grow in, in understanding relationships within the body of Christ today. Uh, be with us. We thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank you for joining us today on The Pastor's Porch. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to The Pastor's Support. If you don't have a church home, come join us at Unity Covenant Church in West Fork, Arkansas. We would love to have you. Thank you for your continual support to this podcast. Please stay tuned for more episodes. Have a great day, and God bless.